Welcome to the Flock Podcast, the show where we talk about video games and everything else we've been consuming throughout the week. I'm Dewey. As always, I'm joined by Coleman. Yeah. Bob. Hi. And a special guest today. Hey, it's Nick again. What's up? It's Nick again. Last name again. More. First name, Nick. Um, we're here podcasting, having fun time. Uh, there's been... We all have we, cosmopolitan. It's it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I've it's got some bagel chips. Um, he's got a seltzer and he's reaching for something. Oh my god! It's Can a you gun. put the c- coffee on this? He's got it on a coaster. Oh, okay, dude. cool. Well, I didn't know that. I can't see. <laughs> How considerate! It was already over there. I know, but uh, what kind of animal do you think Bob is? I don't know. He sure is mysterious. What, li- <laughs> <laughs> what lurks in the hearts of men? Um, I'm gonna make a pencil. Go ahead. It's funny when we when and I've talked about this before. When we do a episode on, we record on a Monday rather than a Tuesday. And not only did news come out that Tuesday morning, I believe, but also it just feels like so much time has passed. It throws off my whole week. Yeah, I I thought it was. I think it's like you were saying. Yeah, so no episode, and I was like, it's Wednesday. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Up until up until like eleven o'clock, I thought it was Thursday all day. Yeah, I dude Wednesday, I was checking my phone like on my way to work, just being like, it's Wednesday, right? I didn't have to upload it like constantly. (laughs) But it's um yeah, that's just how it is podcasting. So you guys know at home, it's a lot of worrying. It's not. It's it's probably the easiest thing. Um, almost. You come into a room, and instead of talking like you normally would you put a mic in front of your mouth. Well, if it was so easy, anyone could do it. Anyone and, can do it. And a lot of people are like, I'm starting a pod. I want to start a podcast. How do I start a podcast? And it's like, look, man, you just have to have talented friends that know things about things. Audio engineering. Yeah. Recording. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I have one guy who only listens to video game news all week. Uh, that's cool, man. That's helpful because <laughs> I don't. I know. I don't. It's okay. I've, I've been actually listening. This is going to sound so awful, but I've listened to a lot of true crime podcasts this past week. That's fine. I, true crime is totally fine. Yeah. You know, but I feel like it's so entry level. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, I don't know. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just interesting. Bad people are interesting. It's like, what would possess someone to do something so and also fucking like, crazy? John, John, John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Wilkes Booth. Alien. I, uh, yeah, I've been listening to the, Bob, you should bleep that where I say the name because we don't promote other people's podcasts. Actually, I don't care. We do promote other people's podcasts. Shout out to uh, Form of Passion, Pizza Pizza Talk Podcast, and Every Movie is Good. Those are the only other podcasts, so. Yeah, those are good ones. All all other podcasts have been destroyed. That sounds just no, did it. I don't it doesn't sound right, but I'm not sure. So I'm just gonna go with Might makes gonna, right. I'm just gonna defer to you on that one. Thanks. Um so what's what's good, fam? Um a lot. Um do I wanna start? Let's cut the bullshit. <laughs> um wait. Oh. Let's trim some fat here. Uh Bob I'm three episodes deep into Chernobyl. Okay, oh, oh, yeah. and you're right; it's very good. Oh man, if I could, if I could watch that for the first time again, that would be, it would be good. Do pe- it's really good. Do it's they really have good. like practical effects where people's skin falls off yeah, and good it's stuff? Not, like that. I don't think it, I don't know how much of it is practical versus CGI, but it looks 
It's fucked. Looks very real. Okay. Uh, in fact, it might not even be effects. <laughs> I think they actually were. It's just... That's yeah, how big the budget people, was. They put people in a giant microwave for... It's newsreel footage. That's pretty cool. Just colorized. What do you think about the color palette? Perfect. And like the setting. It's like so Perfect. like... It feels old. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. It's like you're watching a really old film that has been sitting in a dank basement and like mm. the color palette is just so like fucked up i love it it's aged like a fine wine uh so you're enjoying it though i mean yeah. in spite of the fact that it's extremely dark yes yeah i'm enjoying that and speaking of true crime i also watched the two-part fuck i'm not gonna remember the name it's a hbo thing it's a little mini docu-series on the remember in 2016 the kid in massachusetts who his girlfriend convinced him to kill yes, himself yes 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 it's okay. a two-part thing on that. uh a mini doc it's on it's kind of that dark. and yeah. there's a lot more to it yeah i've heard i've actually like skimmed over that a few times not that docuseries but like just, just that, story. that story it's fucking insane it's crazy when when was this 2016 you know what i if we could jump back to chernobyl for a second um, wouldn't that be the dream in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning when he is in his apartment yes and he's doing the tapes and stuff yes i think that might be some of my favorite stuff is the beginning it's like the dark streets and he's just in his apartment like smoking and presses the tape recorder it just feels so if i could have like five hours of just him in his apartment doing shit well also i didn't know what that was so i was like right it looks like very period like dead on yeah like they did a really good job yeah. set dressing um mm. it's great I'm, i can't wait to finish it wait is the hbo thing only two two pizzas what are we talking about now the hbo sorry that's confusing because it's both hbo the suicidal thing it's uh it's it so there's a, a it's like a that, it's <laughs> like a show on hbo uh-huh that does like a true crime kind of thing mm-hmm. each each uh like episode or whatever and this episode is a two-part on that story. Okay. So there's it's like All a right. series, but there's like I thought you were saying it was like two parts in that different cases. Like the whole thing. Yeah. But no, 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 no. That's cool. So it's like a it's like a podcast with pictures. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it's kind of like you know how when they had radio and then they made TV. It's like yeah. that, but like instead, when they radio then TV and then they did podcast, and now it's like doesn't squeak anymore. Yeah, it's not turned up all the way. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. So we went radio, TV, podcast. iPhone. iPhone, Doc. stream. Mini doc. Uh, um, what have I been watching? I saw uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Okay. I know oh. nothing about this. Uh, it is a limited run picture that I saw in our town's local limited run theater the criterion theater they have that bow tie nice like it's like four screens yeah small Um, small what can i say about this film that would be wasn't that one like um adapted by from a small film or like a short film i don't know let me see so the film itself uh is interesting because and i didn't really make this connection to it really until much later but it kind of feels like the 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 film itself kind of feels like a theater production or a play there's very few characters Mm -hmm. that actually are involved in in the story the rest of everybody's kind of like 
you know, just kind of there. And in the film, they do put on a, a very small play. And I guess that's kind of where I drew the comparison. But um, basically, there's these two guys, and they live in San Francisco. And it's, I think it's supposed to be like present day. Though it, it's hard to tell exactly. And I like it when movies do that, when you can't really exactly peg down when it's supposed to take place. Mm-hmm. One of the characters dresses very um, steampunk, like old, old style, and the other guy dresses much more like modest, m- modern. But then all the other people around them, some some are dressing like current fashion, some not. Um, I'm trying to think how I can talk about this and and maybe do it some sort of justice. Well, what's the the fuck about? Yeah. <laughs> When you said I I saw the last black man in San Francisco, yeah, I, I said, "Hmm, weird. you took a trip recently." <laughs> uh, there's nothing. There's nothing. Okay, there's nothing racially charged yeah, about okay, saying that. Man. It's just weird. Okay. Are they having? I All mean, right, it's not on we? you or me. It's on San Francisco. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a. It's a. Um, I feel like maybe I'm not qualified to talk about this movie because a lot of it I feel like was bigger than me. Uh, but it's an A24 picture and there's these two guys who live in San Francisco and the one of the main characters uh, grew up in this very ornate and very beautiful, gorgeous uh, mansion style house in San Francisco. Huge, huge house with, you know, um, uh, gold trim. Like the one we're in now. Exactly. Like the display <laughs> Just like the nest. Now. But uh, you've seen houses in San Francisco. So they're, San Francisco, they're very large. Mm-hmm. They've been there for a long time. The opening of Full House, for mm-hmm. instance. I mean, it's it's not quite a townhouse, but similar like in row housing. And maybe just find a picture of the house just so you guys know what I'm talking about. Here's the house. It's in the middle. Okay. So it's like really tall and skinny and it's got kind like, like a church's steeple type thing and there's a bunch of gold trim. This isn't the best picture of it, but, um, and one of the most interesting things about the movie is one of the main characters that, and his, uh, companion, the other main character, they constantly go over this house to kind of check on it, make sure it's in good condition. They will like sneak over there and he will paint the windowsills or make sure that the garden is being watered. And it's not his house. He <laughs> used to live there. Okay. When Someone like, else. When lives he was there. a kid, when he was a child, he lived there with his uh, his parents or the, maybe just his father. And the story behind it is his grandfather actually built the house, and then through some sort of financial troubles, they lost the house, and he now he is semi houseless himself. Uh, he's he's crashing at the the place of the other main character, but they go over there all the time and just kind of make sure everything looks good because he thinks the people who live there now, this this white couple, don't care about the house the way he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there's a lot more things going on than just that in the movie. And uh, I really liked it. It looked great. It was a shot of an interesting aspect ratio, which um, basically... 239. <laughs> Yes, sixteen by yeah, widescreen. <laughs> Super uh, widescreen. It was shot in one six six one, which is almost perfectly square, like four three. So similar to four three. Okay. Which is interesting because you don't see a lot of movies do that. And 
I thought it kind of gave it an almost home movie feel, even though it's definitely a professional production. The the camera work is great. Uh, so many beautiful shots in it, and the lighting is wonderful. Um, but it's just so beautiful. Like all the 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 shots of the interior of the house. Like this is a real house. Mm-hmm. They didn't just dress it up for the set or for the movie. Um, it's a real house that's in San Francisco, and it's just a beautiful home and. The the real one, I don't want to give too much away and and uh, plot of the movie, but the real house was built in like the late eighteen hundreds, and um, the house is just as much of a character in the movie as the the humans. Cool, like um, New York and Sex in the City. Exactly, Sex in the New York City. Like but New yeah, York. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's an easy watch. It's an interesting watch because uh, the soundtrack's cool. There's a lot of jazz. Uh, I still don't really know how 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 to, uh, and I'm, I feel like I'm not doing it justice because I really don't know how to talk about this film. I feel like I don't possess the right words to talk about it accurately. But maybe watch the trailer if that's your thing. Uh, I give it four out of five. Okay, that's what I was about uh, to ask. Pretty solid. I feel like I'm talking myself in a, in a circle, but it was it was very good. And if it's showing at one of your local theaters or like a limited, like a maybe an art house theater or something, go, go check it out because it was I I have nothing bad to say about it at all. And it's from a director who has like no experience. It's from a cinematographer who has very little professional movie experience. So even the actors are are pretty new to the scene. So uh, the only thing is, Danny Glover is in it as a minor character. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> he plays a he plays one of the characters' grandfathers who is blind. It almost feels it almost has it has very strong like Wes Anderson vibes. Yeah, I, I almost wanted to say that from the shot that you showed us. Yes, a lot of very center center line shots, perfectly symmetrical shots. Even the way that some of the characters are introduced or there's this one thing Wes Anderson does a lot that I like and he will he's really good at letting a scene kind of just breathe in itself. He doesn't he won't cut a shot too soon or too early. So you'll get a really long shot of a character maybe just looking out and you get the feeling that the character is thinking about something or maybe do a slow pan in or something. And I like shots like that. It doesn't feel like it's so yeah kind of the movie just kind of flows in its own kind of ebb and flow type thing speaking of wes anderson and i just watched rushmore again a couple days ago that movie's really good it's so good it's my favorite Wes. when anderson i sent movie. it to you i watched part of it that night and when i get home i'm going to watch it again soundtrack's great mm-hmm. looks I great i love jason schwartzman in that movie william murray is great in it william murray <laughs> i've never watched it yeah, me either. I'm not a Wes Anderson guy. It's it's. This is I would say Wes it's Anderson. the least Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah that's. Um, oh, really? It's kind of what I assume. Even just less, I didn't know what even it was. Less than Bottle Rocket. His, Bottle Rocket his movies are uh, very whimsical. I'm not a this one is fan. This one's the least. Shit. I will drink that shit up. It kind of grates on me after a while. What do you mean? Like the the Wes Anderson whimsy. Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant Rushmore. No, 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 no. I, Rushmore is like. My perfect. favorite because it's, like it's the least whimsical. Yeah, I love the subtle humor. One of my favorite movie jokes ever is when they're 
at dinner and he goes i like your nurse's uniform guy and he goes these are or scrubs and he goes oh are they and then bill murray starts cracking up and like spitting out his drink that shit is so sorry that shit is so funny to me like there yeah and when he's when he's throwing the golf balls in the swimming pool yeah and the kid walks up to him and says something to him and he when the kid turns to walk away, he throws one of the golf balls at the kid. It's just like there's such subtle things that are so funny. Bill Murray is his most Bill Murray, I think, in this movie. Cool. Um, Lovable anyway, dick. I can, I can, uh, I can send it to y'all if you want to watch it. Sick. <laughs> How much does it, will it cost us? Uh, it's, it's free. It's on a thumb drive Thanks. in my car. <laughs> is it? You played a game? Is that illegal? It's a legal game. Okay. It's, it's an it's, it's an illegal, illegal it's game illegal. and it's legal, and I don't remember the fucking name. Is it, of it. is it the racing one yes. that's free this month? <laughs> yes. How did I know? It's so fun. <laughs> dirt. Is it like uh, no? It's not dirt. Blur. Is it like uh, Trackmania? Sonic no. Team Racing. It's Crash. Uh, Bob. Crash. The game I can compare it. Sorry, the game I can compare most to is like Outrun. Okay. okay. Or like Outrun 2019. It's just, it's not uh, futuristic. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one that's free with PS Plus this month. Okay. In addition to Detroit Become I didn't I didn't pay attention to that because they had some games that were like these are the free games and then they changed it. Well, they this cha- month. it was supposed to be PES Pro Evolution Soccer yeah. this month, but they changed it the last minute, which yeah. is bummer. Arguably, arguably better, maybe. I don't. But they, it's a very fun a classic style, classic <laughs> style uh, arcade racer. Arcade racer. Huh. Yeah, from what I saw, I mean. That's not my thing, but just the screenshots and the trailer that was playing on the store looked very like it's, uh, it's just fun and it's got the it it syncs leaderboards with your friends list. Mm-hmm. So like you can kind of like time trials against your friends. Is there like ghost like ghosting? There is some ghost verses mm. from what I can tell. I don't know, there's like friends ghosts because that's I don't I, remember, like that I don't know aspect. if there's friends ghosts. There's definitely your own ghost. But okay. I think there might be friends ghosts cool. in some way. What's the uh, aesthetic of the game? Kind like of modern real cars. Modern real cars. It's sort of of uh, 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 what the fuck was the game? Cruising, cruising USA. Okay. Okay, cruising USA. I played a lot of. That one was so much fun to play in the arcade because a lot of people didn't know that at the car select screen, if you reached over and pressed the different, you know how there would be the buttons for different views like yeah. upper view, overhead. Mm-hmm. You could press those and then like, I think either you held one, I can't remember the other button is, but you held one button on the other side of the thing and then press those and you would get like different cars that mm-hmm. were like, not secret cars. I guess you could say they're secret cars yeah. because you had to do, yeah. like press the brake, brake pedal and then press that and it would open up different cars. You could ride, you could race like a, uh, like a UFO or something. That, dude. Shit like that in the arcades is so sick to me. Yeah. Um, there was like totally weird. And DDR, if when you like select the song and you hold the button, it'll bring up a second second menu. And they have like tons of different choices that like normally people just select the stage and they go. But if you hold down the button, there's this whole thing where you can like change the speed at what the arrows will come at. You can like get extra you can points. Hack it. You can do it so that their I mean, arrows are following falling the opposite way, or they they turn invis- invisible when they get halfway across the screen and shit like that. There's like. All this different shit uh, that I figured out about when I was in like middle school and like shit like that in the arcade is so sick. I uh, <coughs> I house sat at this house one time that had a few arcade games in mm-hmm. it, like real style ones and they had a pinball game 
and obviously you didn't have to put coins in because it was in someone's house but if you yeah. open the little coin door there was like a a board inside where you could change like the frequency of the free game you could change like the point multiplier oh, shit. and shit yeah and there was there were just like little momentary switches that had like little labels on each each thing like shit like that is so cool yeah and so you could sit there and just like change the high scores from inside you could reset the high scores you could change the percentage in which it would give a free game i think it was set to like five percent or something you could just start adding score you could change how much it cost how many balls you got for pay it was cool but this game anything else about this game other than it's addicting it's it's loads up pretty quick so you can kind of like if you got a couple minutes to kill you just jump in Mm -hmm. do a couple laps how many uh, racers at one time? Oh, uh, it's 20, I think. Ooh, it's got a lot. Can you it's crash kind of your opponents? It's, yes. Oh, I'd love to see it. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's very arcadey, so it's not like, it's not like a sim or anything like that where it's like there's damage to your car and shit. It's just right. like, if you bump into someone, it slows you down and you're just trying to get your best times. I think it's very fun. It's addicting. And I like anything with uh, a leaderboard that populates with your friends list. Yeah. So you kind of like, like Trials Fusion had that where you can like see who else is playing and just like how that like competition Trials is good. I, I hope they work on a new version of Trials because shit they will. I used to play that shit all the time. Um, what about y'all too? Do you want to go or do you want me to go? You're the it's- guest, so I feel like you shouldn't go last. But also, I want to go. Jesus, <laughs> it's dude. your world. I'm just living in a baby. That's true. It is my world. All right, so can, I'll just I'm gonna head out. Then. Yeah, you can go ahead. And no, go. you go, dude. No, go all right, you chief, I'm gonna head out. The vibe off. The vibes off. All right, Dragon Quest Builders too. Uh, fully, right, this fully, full game? huh? Full game. Yes, full game's out. Fully into it. Um, it looks good. Fully out. It is awesome. Like it, it. Like all the commercials are like it's much much bigger that you keep seeing on YouTube if you're on YouTube, um, are totally true. So basically the way it works, I told you in the demo, you crash on an island and then you start kind of go from there. And I left off in the demo talking to a dude in a ship to take me somewhere else. And then, but he was just basically like, Wait, oh, this is the end of the demo. On ships with strangers, do you? Yeah. Oh, you do in this game. Um, but um, so the way it works is that island that you crash on is basically your free play mode. So I think that there are enemies and stuff like that, but that whole island um, is like separate from all the story stuff. I think that there are about... Is this is this open-worldy? Sort of. So it's completely open-world in the fact that... Yeah, I would say, yeah. So like this island, it's a thing you can go back to. It's not like a, mm-hmm. a, a lobby or anything like that. No, yeah. It's like... Like you can go there. Once you're in the game, I don't know how uh, multiplayer works. I'm going to like figure that out and probably talk about that next week. But the way the game works is you start off on this island after the ship crashes and like you have like a mini tutorial and then you go to you get on a ship and go to the next island and i've been on that island for like the last like 10 hours or so and it seems like it's although there you have all the mechanics of building and stuff like that this seems like it's just going along with the tutorial aspect so like i'm learning that like oh now i have in this game a pot that i can go grab water and then put it down here to grow sugar cane and stuff like that and it's like this whole area seems like it's really teaching you about like 
the agriculture part of the game. So right now, most of the stuff in terms of the story um, are the people in my town, which you recruit, uh, where they just kind of like come, the more you progress the like story elements of it, will come and be like, hey, it'd be really nice if we had a barn. Like, uh, could you do anything about that? And then like your character's like, hmm. And then it's like, oh shit, I just learned a new recipe or like something like that. And it's like, now I know how to make a barn. And so you have to put these items in it. And the same thing is like uh, a field. Um, there's like a, this whole thing where like you have to go out and find this. Uh, his name's Wrigley and he is a giant worm and he Wrigley. yeah Wrigley. yeah and it's spelled like that dude this game has a lot of like puns that are in like like i said like in dragon quest all the characters that are like cockney speak that way so it's typed out like like a cockney accent um but i had to go out and find him and bring him to this area and because the area that i'm at all the the um soil is like poison like all the earth is like basically you can't grow anything in there I put a scarecrow down and he knows exactly to like start digging up and like sounds making making the dirt like able to actually be like grown stuff there. Grounds like poison, so I put down a scarecrow. I was just like, <laughs> all right, yep, this is it. It's going places. And so you're poisoning the worm. No. You're making he, him he, eat. he likes eating the dirt. Worm like the poison. He eats the dirt and then now you can plant stuff there. And then the characters are like the characters around your town are like after you grow this this is how you make this and then you like so you grow crops and then you can cook with them and then you distribute them so there's like all of this like it, so the first game really did feel like this is like a builder sl- like a little bit of RPG stuff in there but this one's like full blown like yeah I have the RPG stuff where I'm like fighting other like monsters and I can go out and explore and like also build but now there's like recruiting people to help build your town up there's cooking involved this sounds like stardew valley yeah it it literally feels like like a mixture of like harvest moon animal crossing and like minecraft like all together and um oh yeah a a problem that i find myself doing in this game which isn't really a problem it's just it uh, it gets me fucking sucked in is i'll be like all right, I'll just do like one more thing. I'll just do this quest. But then I'll be like, oh, but they want me to build this. But like, I want to add a story. So let me like build around here. And then like, oh, let me move this stuff around. And so I'll be like catching myself building up this huge town and then be like, damn, this is like one of the like six islands I can go to. That's not even my main island that is like delegated for like making my own like giant area, like my mansion or whatever. It's a time sucker in that way and and and, and a lot of it is like me like just doing like i'll just do this one last thing and then it's like oh no it's actually like three o'clock and i don't have time (laughs) i gotta go to bed um there's also another element that i like uh that they didn't have in the last game was i think they took a lot of inspiration from uh the breath of the wild because there's these puzzles throughout the world well you'll just walk into this area and it'll be a little marker in your map once you find it but it'll be like a building puzzle so one of the ones was there is a pool of water on the top of this mountain and there was and and it's super simple starting off i assume and i assume they're going to ramp up but there's like a pool of water but i have to break blocks so that it like comes down into the waterfall and hits into the pool at the bottom of this mountain and then once i did that i got a midi metal 
which in Dragon Quest, you like collect mini metals and then they're able to like, I'm not sure how they act in this world, but in, in Dragon Quest, it was like, they were kind of like collectors, like things like achievements that you can find, um, through like just exploring the world and you can take those and like you slowly start getting gear and stuff like that. So I assume in some way figuring out all these puzzles is going to do the same thing like the Korok seeds do where like you find these elemental puzzles in the world and once you figure them out, you take the mini metals and you give them to someone and they probably give you like a, like a rare mini, hat. M-E-D-A-L. Mini. M-I-N-I. M-E-D-A-L. Medal. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you're saying metals. No. Yeah. They're, they're like little star metals. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's basically where I'm at right now. I can already see that this game is like every time. Every time, like this has to be like the like the end of the tutorial, and it's not really even a tutorial because the whole time it's like an open world. But it's like I'm slowly like, oh, now I have the like I said at first. I thought I was like, oh, I'm just gonna be growing stuff in these fields, but it's like, oh no, now I have to like create a field, put like, get water, put it in there because the only way sugarcane can grow is like in like a wet field. So I have to go get water, add it to my field, and it's like slowly building on like every little thing that you do and then and then at the whole time i'm like building up my town and stuff like that and people are coming in and they're giving me like things to do and like i said the the way you like upgrade your town i think i actually didn't even say this on the podcast i said before we started the way you um level up your character is by attacking and fighting monsters and that raises your health and your attack and stuff like that when you get more weapons but the way you unlock more things to build is just by doing things in the town that your um, townsfolk like. So like, I'll go out and I'll just like start planting stuff, and they'll a few of them will run up and start like clapping and be like, yeah. And then like um, hearts will come out of them, and then you collect those hearts almost like they're blocks in the world, and then they slowly start adding to this bar. And once you level up, um, once you get enough hearts. You go up and ring this huge bell in the middle of the town and then everyone comes together and there's like a little bit of story and then they're like, you've just learned all of this, like all, how to build all of this stuff. And like last time it was just like, oh, now I don't have to make buildings out of like dirt. Now I know how to do it out of like wood. And now I'm learning like, oh, now this is like even tougher wood that's harder for the monsters to attack and stuff so like that. there's a demo of this game, right? Yeah. Oh, we gotta check it out. Yeah. It's really fun. The demo... We'll so give I was yawning you- when I said that. No, it's okay. Maybe I will check it out. <laughs> is it overwhelming? Because it seems like you're. It does like, sound like a lot. It it's, it's it's not so much overwhelming. It's like I can understand why someone would think it's overwhelming, but it's the same feeling that you get when I mean, you said you're ten hours into it. Yeah. So I'm assuming this is spread out. It's not like you're not like learning how to do this and then this and then this and then this. The thing is, is all the stuff that you're that you're learning, you can do at your own pace. So I could be like. I'm not going to do any quests today for these people. I'm just going to go out and I'm just going to mine for uh, like this stuff. I'm just going to explore this world. And then when I decide I want to do the rest of the story and the tutorial stuff, I can go back and do it. And like while I'm out, I'll like discover places where I can get mini medals or I can discover like new creatures to fight and stuff like that. I get new materials that I've never seen before. But like, in a way, I can see how it can be daunting, but it's the same way that when you start like Breath of the Wild and you have this huge open world, yeah. it feels that way. Or even like Minecraft, it's like you start and you make your like you have your little hub, but then 
it's not so much that it feels like, oh, this is too big. It's too much for me to do. It's like, I want to go out and I want to see everything. And right. it, it is super huge. But um, just the way you were explaining it seemed like you're 10 hours in and you're still doing tutorial stuff. It seemed like like there's so much to have to remember. But if it's like a thing you can kind of do at your own pace. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Nice. It, it really is. Like the, 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 the story aspect and everything you can just do whenever you want to. And like, it's not like forcing you to, it'll just be like your care. Like the people in the town will just have like a question mark or a exclamation part above their head. And if you want to go talk to them, you can, but if not, you can literally just do whatever you want yeah, and like keep like building. The completionist in me would be like, I have to like, well, that that's the, that's the thing is like, part of me is like, yes, I want to progress the story and I am doing that. But at the same time, I'll find myself like building up, like an area and to be like hmm i'm gonna build a ladder over here and then i'm gonna add a second floor and then i'm like damn it no i gotta like actually do this shit because it's like it's so hard to to just like get lost in building and then also get lost in discovering things and stuff like that so i wonder if you like this game so much because you've never played minecraft it sounds pretty different I mean, it does sound yeah. pretty different, but I mean, the building aspect sounds very similar. Yeah. And have you ever played like any other builder games? I don't think I have. Like Terraria? So I, so I feel like... I think I would have enjoyed Minecraft before this, but because I like the story of it... I don't think anything wrong with you enjoying this game. No, no. It's, it's like... I Because I do love... I've figured out I love building shit and like creating stuff, but... At the same time, like having that little bit of structure and like in Minecraft, I don't know how much there's no there's no story to Minecraft. And this there's like there is actually. <laughs> well it's now not there is. There used to not be. Yeah. Well that's that's where I would have like played it. And I I wouldn't I don't I don't think I would this enjoy the story. This isn't as sandboxy of a builder. It's more of a It can be. There's a free no. there's a free builder. No, no, I'm saying right? I'm saying Dragon Quest builders isn't like a just do what you want to do it's like there's a story to follow yeah there, there is a story to follow if you want to right that's the thing it's like i can and like i said i'm on this one island that i've only explored like two three major parts of it but then there's another like five islands that you go to that are just as big that are like and then you have your main hub that you can go to so it's like not in the scope of like minecraft where it's like procedurally generated like there is i feel like once you there is a way to def, like complete the story right and that's when you can like really do like the minecraft thing and if you wanted to keep going after that just continuously build and do whatever you wanted to do and there's four player co-op like i said online and local there's also a really cool thing uh because in this game i told you about how there's the guy who like goes along with you and helps you um I figured out about this thing that like eventually you can just get blueprints for stuff and put them down and then everyone in your town will just make it for you while you just like stand back and watch. And they like, you can like set them up and give them weapons to attack or like defend the area or be like, it's Hey, like I want RTS you. Kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it cause, cause there's like every once in a while I'll be like building something. It'll be like monsters are attacking. So I'm like, fuck. And then I turn around and like run over to where they're attacking and like fight them off. And then it's like, cool like defended the town go back to what you're doing so there's like a little bit of that stuff there too i can get into that yeah it's like i can get into that it's like <laughs> crazy and then like eventually like in the last game you had like spikes that you could put down so that uh, uh, monsters would walk into it and be damaged and like have walls that they couldn't get through and stuff like that so they'd just be like 
there's like brambles like giant brambles i just got that i set up that they run into and just like get hurt like on their way in yeah basically um what's the uh what's the end game of a game like this i i really i really think it's just like the minecraft thing is like once you've completed all the story you have all the upgrades and everything like that it's literally just you just hang out and build stuff yeah and like that's the exciting part yeah and and like yeah but i think this game i remember i i like i said i sunk like 60 70 hours into builders one and there were five story like there were five areas that you could go to so like the way builders one worked wasn't really good because it was like you'd go to an area do everything you want to do there then go to the next one but you had like forgotten all your stuff and like you couldn't carry over stuff so they like they changed that in this one but like i only did like two of the first areas and then part of the third and i sunk like a hundred hours into it because i was like doing the story but i was also building all the time so like the end state of this game is like you can finish it really quickly if you wanted to but i feel like this is this could be a like forever game because it's just like minecraft you can just keep playing and playing and kind of like in like um like when you finish the story mode of animal crossing yeah and then the the only game that's left is to like talk to villagers and like upgrade your house but it's completely yeah it's doesn't do anything it's just for your own personal enjoyment Mm -hmm. exactly cool personal enjoyment i can get into that because i played i play i mean when you play animal crossing you like want to beat the game in probably like 20 hours something like that i don't even know an animal crossing 20 hours how Dude, long how long is that like to just beat the regular game it, so it takes it, forever it takes like a year years. really yes yeah, dude. Dude. to like pay so off your debt a lot of a lot of stuff's in real time too. yeah it, and, and oh i did the animals? i did the fast forward thing yeah that well the, the point i was making was i my file for that game probably had like 600 hours on it yeah and i felt like i wasn't i was just hanging out doing my I think house and stuff like that animal crossing is to not even like the point of the game is just to play it not necessarily to finish it yeah yeah it's it's weird because like when i think about what would i ha- what would especially playing new leaf when i think of like what would an end game be for that completely upgrading my house have completely filled up the museum so have like flowers planted everywhere have all the yeah path public works project pa- yeah pathways made like yeah, I only played the town, first one. What? I only ever played the first one. The, okay. the GameCube one. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then and then like buying and like if you want to like really be like I've done everything, have all of the items, go to the um the island to get the island specific items and like some of the animals and bu- like the bugs and the fish that only come out during night and there's like so much shit that Yeah, like, there's so much stuff to do. Yeah. I just spent I remember I just spent hour after hour after hour look i was making my entire house um with the whole modern furniture set yeah because remember i don't know if they had this in in the later games but like you would get like a rating every day from mm-hmm. like the, yeah. ho- the housing committee yeah or whatever happy house yeah yeah so like that was that was my nut was like I, fi- I find like another piece of modern furniture after like six hours of shaking trees i like find a chair in a tree for some reason yes. and then like we'll put those chairs <laughs> then like the next day i get home from school and it's like my thing went up like 20 points and i'm like yeah. god yes <laughs> fuck yeah it's 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 definitely a like forever game cool yeah. i like that i like it forget i'm i'm a guy who likes a forever game yeah. games is a service nowadays i guess but uh, but yeah um i will come back with more probably next week on anything else i learned because if i'm only scratching the surface of 
um agriculture i'm sure there's like much more in this game i haven't even gotten like the glider or anything you like haven't that even yet. gotten to the the politics yet no not the politics not yet it's a whole other system yeah me and wrigley though we're boys oh so i got a dog and i named it after my parents dog because you hit a dog and you can hard confirmed you can pet the dog in the game oh, okay. so that's really good you yeah. should get a heart for petting the dog uh i did name it pet it and then um people were very happy about it that's great came up and clap and like yeah it's what i do when i see my friend get a dog i go to their house and clap <laughs> and then it was like uh roxy which is my parents dog it was like roxy has joined your village and it's like a little tune plays every time someone new comes they like a tune plays but that is it for uh the dragon quest builders Two. checking of the thank week. you <laughs> uh you could edit that out no has anyone ever gotten punched with brass knuckles no no, uh, not fun. in an actual fight. I've gotten punched with brass knuckles in fun fight. Yeah, joke fight. What's a joke fight? Like my friend had brass knuckles, and I was like, "Punch me in the arm with that," I and they they right probably now. didn't punch me that hard. It did. It bruised me, but it did not. Um, it's a brass knuckle. It could have harmed me brass much more. Brass knuckles. <laughs> I was talking. I was here last week, and I saw those brass knuckles, and I was talking to Dewey, and I was like, "They're not when I, brass." When I lived in New Jersey, everybody I knew had brass knuckles. Tattoos. I don't. I don't know why. Yes, and tattoos of brass knuckles it's happen. It's like when you're born, they. Dude, this would like this would fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, that would kill you. That's the point. It would hurt. It would hurt. You like hit someone right in right in the would, forehead. Your arm would hurt too. Rough. Your hand would hurt. Yeah, you have to really think of your own hand. Okay. Anyway, it's <laughs> essentially just taking a piece of metal and hitting someone with it. Hey, um, I played four video games oh, recently. Sure. Uh, to, to completion. Resident Evil 1. Well, they're, they're Evil all... <laughs> Resident they're, Evil 3. Kind of. They're all connected. Um, started out with the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance series. Um, I got really excited when they announced that Baldur's Gate 3 was actually going to come out. Because yes. um, what Baldur's Gate 2 was like, what, six, seven years ago? Something like that yeah. now? It's been a minute. Um, Dash. And Baldur's Gate 3 was actually canceled... Um, because Black Isle Studios was mm-hmm. shuttered. So when Black Isle Studios was shuttered, the third Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance game was also shuttered. So that's kind of like I, I got really excited because I was like, okay, maybe Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 3 will actually come out now. Mm-hmm. I'm still hoping for it. Anyway, so uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, um, my favorite video game of all time, um, came out in 2001. I had it for PlayStation 2. Um, I have played this game through, um, once to several times a year since it came out. I've, I've beaten this game like dozens of times. Question. Yes. I don't know what this game is. Okay. It's a name I've heard all my life, but I don't know what Baldur's Gate is. So Baldur's Gate, the, the original Baldur's Gate is, um, essentially a Dungeons and Dragons simulator almost like it's it's like top down uh like point and click kind of um yeah like gridded uh so that's that's the boulders gate series boulders gate dark alliance is when they diverged from that formula and made it um like a linear dungeon crawl game uh like a la very slowed down diablo okay like d3 okay so it's like a hack and slash um solo like or a, are you part of a team or how did what, how does it go? uh you can play it solo or two-player co-op for okay. the for the first one and the second one um so like in the first one um 
and I was just I was thinking about this the other day because I I play Dungeons and Dragons. I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for like sixteen years now, um, and I didn't know at the time that this game was Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's made by it was uh, they had the IPs from Wizards on the Coast, so it's actual Dungeons and Dragons like the beholder that that creature with like the eyes and stuff mm-hmm. only D can use that and it's in the first game um so the the first game uh it is pretty simple there's only three characters to choose from um there's like a uh like a fighter type character there's a ranger and there's like a sorcerer okay. um so there's like you know a regular like tanky guy a ranged dps and then a spellcaster um and it's it's if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, it's kind of like you start in a tavern and then you go and kill some rats and then you go and kill some thieves. Um, but it's it's linear. Uh, there's a leveling system, so you gain experience as you kill stuff. Um, and then there's a point based system, so um, each character has different abilities. Uh, so there's like a point based system. So like say you know there's an ability like endurance, which um, you know ups your HP. Uh, you can put up to five points in that. Like it's it's you know red dots, and you level up, and you, it'll give you a point, and you can put it in whatever you want. Okay. So you know in that classic like, oh numbers go up style. Number you know good. me yeah, number me, number me good like, number good number go up number go up me like so so it's not turn based right right no that's not it's it's a regular hack and slash you it's like a button masher like dungeon crawl kind of game you just go around smash barrels smash enemies fight bosses i think get Doc, better spells dr chungo was talking about playing one of the games in this he was series. he was playing champions of norath which i'm getting to okay cool so there was bullish gate one and then uh or bullish gate dark alliance one bullish gate dark alliance two um which was just a different story and added um a few different things so it added more characters like so there's like there's like a monk and like you just other characters that you can play um they also added um a like sort of like enchanting system like you could put gems in your gear um so it gave it like a little bit more style yeah like a little bit more longevity because you're like you're playing it and you're like oh i beat the game but like i can still go and and you know put put better gems in my stuff to you know do it or whatever um so then uh that there they were that game ends Polish Gator Alliance 2 ends with a cutscene for Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 3 and then Black Isle Studios was shuttered mm-hmm. and the game was midway through production it was cancelled um, which is incredibly heartbreaking for me yeah. um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2 was 2004 um, and then uh, it was shuttered I guess pretty shortly after that came out um, because then the next two games that I played through, which are not technically part of the same series, but I consider them to be like a soft continuation, is the Champions of Norath series, which is what Dr. Chungo was talking about. Um, so Champions of Norath... Are these all around the same era, like PS2 era? Yeah, so uh, Dark Alliance 1 was 2001, 2 was 2004, 2004. Champions of Norath was also 2004. Right. And then the next game is Champions of Norath Return to Arms, uh, which is 2005. Um, so what happened with Champions of Norath is it uses the same, a a slightly expanded upon game engine of Dark Alliance. So they, they like, because it was under the the parent company of Snowblind. So they had the rights to the, uh, engine, but not the Wizards on the Coast IP. Mm -hmm. So it's this, it's a very similar game, 
but uh, it is set in the EverQuest universe. Huh. Is like the difference between it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and then it's like, it plays very similarly. Uh, the only difference is um, you have a talent tree instead of just like a list of things. So you have to unlock talents as you go. Um, and uh, they have, it's more replayable. Uh, oh, also there's online play. I've never played online, but they both PS2 have. two online. Play. Yeah. Hmm. I've been meaning to like, I want to like hook it up and see if anybody's playing because that would be super I mean, someone has sick. to host those servers, right? I think so. So, I mean, people. It's local. It's, local. <laughs> it's probably local hosting, right? There might be someone out there. You people, never know. There's a, there's there has to be something that is like a switchboard that connects. The oh, yeah, that's so true. Been like someone with like the. There's forums on. There's forums online about how to rig your uh, Dreamcast up. And there's people who play games like online every night. So I'm sure there's oh, someone there out there. Be. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, th- those two games, um, have a little bit more pre- uh, replayability, um, because the, you can level higher and they have a system where when you start a, uh, a character in either of those two games, um, you have to play it on the easiest difficulty setting and then you have to, you have to. so it starts in adventurous. There's a, like adventurous, courageous, um, and something else. There's like three difficulties and mm-hmm. the last one, there's four difficulties. And in order to unlock the next difficulty, you have to beat the game on the previous difficulty. Damn. So they're forcing you to new game plus it. Kind of, but you then uh, you import the character from the previous game to the new difficulty. So yeah. like you you beat the the campaign, like the, the story mm-hmm. as your character and your character's probably like level 21 to 22 at this point. And then you start a new game on the harder difficulty and they're level 22 with all those abilities and you just keep leveling them. Is there any... Does the the story or the lore of the game explain this or is it just like a you're just <laughs> it's you you replay the game over and the it's, it's like, not the, like same... you get to the end and it's like oh no we're going back in time mm-hmm. no no it's because it, it actually the end of you know champions of north one uh you're the champion it well it talks it, it um cliffhangers you for champions return to arms because it's a continuing story okay. you like i mean you could play champions so it returns it, it plans on you beating it and then playing it again for fun not like yeah just well because it's it's like um it's kind of that grindy i mean i love grindy games that's like my thing i've i played world of warcraft for seven years and just used tony Hawk's pro skater yeah skater. any any game that you could just like you just grind out um so like that is it's fun for me i'm sure it's probably not fun for a lot of other people to replay the same it's the same exact game just harder and you continue unlocking stuff because by when you beat um like you beat the story as a character like you don't have all the spells that are in your talent tree okay you know what i mean and there's no way to do that you could probably unlock the first level of each spell but like the first so in in like in Boulder's Gate, it's like, oh, this goes up to five. You know, you could put five points in it. In the Nora series, it can go up to 20. Um, so, but, like, but, I, but there's no way to like max that out on the easy difficulty. You have to play through the others too. You could, you could max stuff out on easy, but like you'd have to focus like one ability. Okay. So, like, I was recently playing, uh, like, I beat it. I'm, I'm about to beat it on the second difficulty on the first game. Um, and like by the end of it, I had I was uh, playing a wizard, and I had like one of my or one or two of my spells like maxed out because I was just dumping everything into those spells. 
um, which is probably the smarter way to play rather than have every spell and they're just okay to have like two spells but they're super super good okay tends to work better um and by the end i think you can only have uh because by the max level in the first game um i think you'd only get like like 150 points which would be like seven or something like you could have seven abilities maxed out there's more than seven abilities so there's different like quote-unquote builds like Okay. You could be like, okay, like if you're playing a wizard, like you could do a build where um, you use melee, but like there's different enchantments for the weapons. Like you could like, oh, I maxed out like setting my sword on fire or charging it with electricity or whatever. Or you could be like, okay, like I'm the wizard that like shoots like I like frost bolts or like, you know, snowstorms or whatever. So there's different builds to every character. So I've I have consistently played this game or all four of the games because you can pick from a bunch of different characters mm-hmm. so like i've beaten every game on every difficulty with every character because i've been i've been playing these since yeah. you have a sick 2004 <laughs> i just i love grindy games i just love them <laughs> it's like that's my style of play which would be your favorite my favorite out of the the four series yeah um honestly probably so boulders gate dark alliance the original is my favorite um Champions of Nor or Champions Return to Arms is probably the most replayable. Makes sense because the uh, last one, it, yeah, and, and the level cap is like extra high, and there's four difficulties on that one. Cool. Um, so like I think the level cap on that one is like sixty five or something. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about Baldur's Gate three when the trailer shows a bunch like? dozens of like dozens like hundreds and thousands of mind flares uh i love mind flares um illithids are like one of my favorite D races yeah um i mean they're, they're they go all the way back to like yeah like the 80s you know yeah. what i mean like, you know like stranger things yeah stranger's thing um so so yeah i'm very excited for Baldur's gate three and like i said that that game was also shuttered yeah and it was kind of um anticipated that it would never come out yeah that's why people are so excited about it um and so i like i said i it might not ever happen but i am now i'd given up hope like in 2006 that yeah. i'd ever get a Baldur's gate dark alliance three and now i'm like well maybe i'll get it I mean, which would be they showed the trailer it's cool. For Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance three oh, though, so we're getting Boulder's Gate three. Yeah, but I want Boulder. I mean, I want both. We'll but I want Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance three. I just think it's crazy that like, I mean, I obviously haven't been playing D and D as long as you, but I know how fucking OP mind flares are. They're and crazy. seeing an opening with like that many, I'm like, how are they gonna do this game to like represent mind flares being what they are, which is like the final boss to like most campaigns and shit like that yeah uh mind mind flayers are really strong and then like i mean it goes beyond that uh, you could probably beat a mind flayer probably like level eight or ten or something it depends on your campaign but um there's like like the mother brain like controls all of the like the illith mm-hmm. it's like a big brain like sitting in like a lagoon mm-hmm. basically so nice. they could just play into that i mean it's there's a lot of lore to draw from on that so I'm really excited. I'm interested to see how that because like uh, like the original Boulder's Gate one and two um, are pretty like simplistic in in design. Like if you, I mean, Boulder's Gate one is like 20 years old at this point. Yeah, it's crazy old. Um, I'm really interested to see how they modernize that game. You know, because it's only coming out on PC, right? PC and the the Google thing, Stadia. Yeah, yeah, no one's gonna use that. Um, <laughs> so it's only coming out on PC. Um, 
and uh i'm very interested to see like what it looks like how it plays so like i'll i mean i'll definitely play that when it comes out i feel like the dudes that did divinity original sin are doing i it. believe so so it's probably gonna be fucking good it, i mean it's definitely it's i okay i don't want to say it's definitely gonna be good but like they owe it to people who have been waiting for this game for 20 years for it to be yeah, good i think it will <laughs> you know i played I mean? divinity original sin i was like this is like it's sick hard dnd yeah but on pc yeah cool let's take a break let's take a break break Hi there, I'm Dr. Chungo, host of the Pizza Talk podcast, the internet's only punk rock pizza podcast. Pizza Talk has been described as irreverent, grotesque, humorous, and beloved. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or anywhere else you can listen to a podcast. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, what's going on? We're getting into the news. All right, let's start off with something that we forgot, we neglected to talk about. Who cares? Gamer Girl Bathwater. I'm not talking about Wait, that. why uh, not? Is this like Gamer Girl this Piss? This isn't a, a thing. This isn't news. Yes, okay, it is. So How is this news? It was news to me. Yeah, it was news How, to I me. Don't know what the, I don't How know what is this, this is. Video, we talk about video games, right? Yes, but I'm saying girls play video games. How is this newsworthy? What is this? This okay, is okay. So, <laughs> I'm an expert on this. Okay, <laughs> what just happened? Internet personality Belle Delphine, um, who is wait when you say internet personality, what does that mean? She's she's an e girl. She like is famous for being famous. She's she, an Instagram. Model. She she's a she cosplayer and has a Patreon. She oh, gets nice. money from cosplay. Yeah, you can pay two thousand dollars a month to. Uh, I think you Skype either Skype with her or text her. I or think it's only, like I think it's only one thousand dollars, and I don't think anyone's doing it. Mm. Well, anyway, she, there would have been, been a news story about that because there would have been like a mass shooting. <laughs> she posts um, a lot of content of her like in bathtubs, like with like it's. It, she doesn't have any like actual nude content, so she'll like be naked, but with like soap over her nipples and stuff like that. She has recently begun selling small containers of her bath water for $30. It's um, And uh, it's sold out uh, nearly immediately. Yeah, and sure. um, she's now in the process of restocking. Mm-hmm. I think she, I think the news article that I had from Kotaku said that she's only going to do one more stock or something like that. But it's just like bath water, apparently, that um, has just like a little thing on top of it and she's selling it. Hold on. But I don't think it's actually bathwater. Apparently, I saw something in the article, I think at the end, where it's like someone tested it for traces of DNA, if there were any, or something like that. Yeah, it was a 4chan post. Was it? Yeah. You sure? But but of course, someone probably... No one on 4chan is a DNA scientist. This was on Kotaku. I think you probably just smell it and smell if there's no soap in it. I... Hold on. I I almost don't... Go... What, What do you... So, someone who buys this, what do you think they're doing with it? I don't know. Weird, gross. I know, but what do you thing. think they're doing with it? They're probably um, they're probably, probably just keeping it as some sort of elixir of health that they're planning on using. Using, meaning uh, you just using. There's also a disclaimer on it that you should not drink. Yeah, it, it says don't drink but it. But everyone's not drinking it. Being, I don't know if anyone's drinking it because there's also been stories of releasing about people drinking it and go to the hospital that have been disproven or like people have. <laughs> said they got herpes or something from yeah. it and that's also been disproven i love that because like i saw that on twitter and like all the comments were like you know that's that's what you fucking get for p- putting your mouth on it and i'm like do none of you know how <laughs> any of this works 
you, you that's Life. not how you get herpes um Wait, but anyway it- i would assume that most people bought it um in the same way as like coleman buying a bag of dirt on ebay true just to eat it just a thing that you could <laughs> just a thing that you could do and yeah. then you have it now the Dirt was cheaper and was arguably cooler but i mean i don't even think it's an argument i think it's the, guaranteed the that only it's cooler people <laughs> that are buying this water are like really sad people that are locked yeah. in their houses all day yeah they think that like by purchasing it she'll like Dirt them thing. and then speak to them respect to belle delphine for making money off losers yeah that's basically what i wanted to talk about is what you well that and what you guys thought about it which is obviously you don't care but also shout out to e-girls making money off those weird people you know i don't care what she does really obviously she's she can do whatever she wants within you know legal limits of things i just hope that she whatever she decides to do that she does it safely because there are a lot of really sick people out there who yeah probably are trying to find her in real life because people are fucked in the head i'm sure yep on um, like it's it's weird because you know there's this whole inter- instagram thing about you know scantily clad girls you know making money off instagram just being a model or whatever yeah. and that's fine it's just it sucks that we live in a world where people are going to try and seek them out and harm them strictly because they are messed in the head so yeah right but so Dewey bought some of the bath water. We're going to review it right now. Yeah. Take that out. Hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit of glitter. See. Yeah, it's going to, we're bringing back the drink thing, right? <laughs> Today we're all trying Belle Delphine's bath water. Right, I got pass. mine. You got yours. Yeah, pass that over here. Really quick. Can you put it in the microwave real quick? Take a sip. There is a Cuphead cartoon coming to Netflix. That rules. I. I've seen they're I getting it all, could be all ends of the Netflix spectrums is, right now. Just like throwing money yeah, at anything. Ne- no, I. They've got like a money can, and they're like, "Hey, we have this idea. We've got Donald Glover. Toof, like, here's your money." <laughs> but here's the thing: Cuphead is an animated like game. It's all hand drawn, so it only makes sense. Shouldn't that they be they would... working on the game rather than the next yeah, game? Yeah, well, they're it's... they're partnering with them, and I don't think I don't think that them partnering with Netflix is going to take anything away from the not the that DLC it's, that they're not doing. It's going to take anything away from it. It just seems. Not redundant, but like a back a backward step. Why watch the game when you can just yeah? Like, it's, not, the, it's not it's not a game. It's it's a standalone thing. Why watch it when you can play it? Right. Well, this is like this is why the can't exact we have same both? as selling Minecraft toys? Well, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, oh, uh, it's funny that you say that because some people find in a lot of people who are younger people who have seen the game and like the art style but obviously it's a very hard game i feel like this would be a perfect thing for them also if you like kids or is it aimed at i think it's aimed at people who like harder video games no 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 the The cartoon it's gotta Uh, have the f word i saw something (laughs) i saw something in it with or something in an article where it wasn't going to be completely aimed at kids it was going to be a little more a couple of uh jokes for the adults in the room yeah i assume um i think that's cool dewey i think it's um, also cool i assuming that the show will also be hand-drawn i i assume it will be and if i also hope that they not, don't talk i hope cuphead and oh that, that, w- that would be Mark actually yeah just, like really fucked up voices uh i hope that the 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 pig that you get your upgrades from in the game is there because whenever he talked in the game it was like welcome and it was like it's super really like scary gritty. yeah um, my fear is that it's gonna it's gonna be like a 
like a Rick and Morty kind of thing. I don't think it will be. <laughs> I think I think it's uh, it, it's removed in its art style alone. It's it's like in the Fleischer style. Yeah, it's in the thirty style. Right, and I think they're going. They're specifically aiming for that and they said that they're going to be doing it in that style and it's 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 you you said it's a lot of the in-house like the same people who did the game are working on this they're partnering with netflix i don't know who if they're outsourcing people for the art or if they're doing but basically netflix is funding it in some way so maybe they'll have outside help or something like that but they they've specifically said that it's going to be like in that style, which I can only assume is going to be like a Tom and Jerry kind of thing. Right. Okay. So it's not, it's not going to be a total, like they're not going to use cuphead, the TV series by fucking Seth McFarlane. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. It's like, they specifically said that they want to keep it very, it's going to be voiced by, it's going to have Peter Griffin's voice. (laughs) I'm going to assume it's going to be silent. I hope so. It would make more sense. I, I don't think silent, but I think with the music, Maybe some of the characters talking, but I think Cuphead and Mugman should not talk. Right. Yeah. Which I think they can easily do. Uh, it's everybody's voice by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Sick. Hey, it's that. me, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, shit, Cuphead. I'm the oh, dad. fuck, Cuphead. Huh. Balls and dick. <laughs> Cuphead, and my know, dick fell out. This is something <laughs> that I can't remember if I talked about, but I wanted to. Did you guys see the preview for that movie coming out that's like with like sixth graders or something in it yeah i did oh um i didn't like uh, it. good the good boys or something like yeah, that okay. oh why yeah they, why is it like all these movie studios are like all right you know what we need to do get kids cussing more every time there's a movie come out where kids like cuss they roll it back a younger year and then push it out it's so weird that that movie's coming out and it's like it's like it and isn't like it uh, rated r it's just a movie with kids cussing like that's it yeah like, that's like the, the whole, whole point of yeah. the game the whole point of the movie is that like the kids say the f word they're gonna see how how close they can get to showing the kids having sex on screen it's see that seems like the point of the movie is like they're like looking at like boobs and stuff like that like, there's so many i'm saying like Children are, this is going to sound weird. Sacred. Children are hot right now. <laughs> oh, I love this podcast. Think about eighth grade, that movie. Yeah. Pen 15. They're like slowly scaling. Like this is going to be actual sixth graders. Pen it's- 15, that sex ed show, Big Mouth, this one. It's like there's so many targeted. I mean, remember like, South Park when it was like the true. South Park yeah, was hot? I mean, there's like, those are like cardboard cutouts. No, but I'm saying that was like a kid's. And they're cussing. Yeah, like that's, that's the why thing. It's funny. And it seems like someone has realized that they need to tap into this. I think it's like I think it's, it's stupid. It's fucking like it's it's patron. It's like patronizing to be like, oh, like, uh, hey, you think is you think kids are cussing is funny? It's like yeah, it's like sometimes it's funny. It's like how about a whole movie of it? And you're like, well, I don't know. I'll just take a YouTube clip, maybe. I could just hang out with a misbehaved like child. The, the Red Band trailer. <laughs> just watch Vines. The Red Band trailer of that movie, and I was just like. Yeah, I don't even see it now. Like I saw it, I yeah. saw the, all like, the kids say the f word. Like I'm done. That's like most movies, though. But it's funny because they're kids. On the on the last bit of Cuphead news, four million copies sold as of the time of this article. Yeah, so but how many of cool. them well, have been told hey, the same person more than once? One of them is going to be me. <laughs> oh, and me. Just probably like, two of them. Just like oh God, sync. it's going to be me. It's going to be me. All right, what else we got? Give me uh, one more. <laughs> we got a few. <laughs> GameStop experiments with uh, a new revamp store design that they're going to be doing. So, doesn't matter. In this uh, uh, 
part of this article, it says they're teaming up with designers at r slash GA. I don't know what that is for a pilot program to renovate the stores and give them a quote unquote place in video game gaming culture. So they've already experimented with mobile phones. They've experimented with like think geek, think geek and all that other stuff. Apparently now they're going to be um, starting to roll out stores with like retro games, like GameStop stores specifically for retro games. Or um, they've also talked about how they're going to roll out stores that have a um, focus on like esports. So they're going to have like events in the store and stuff like that to bring people in. That I'm not so much about. The retro stuff, possibly. They tried that. It the retro stuff. No, you could buy all that retro stuff online. No, but they're doing in-store stuff, which I think stores dedicated to it. Yeah. The bell is tolling for GameStop and they'll this, probably be under in three years. This is definitely their like swan song to if this doesn't work, they're probably going under. But I think it's a good... It, now that retro games are like so in cool. right now and there are a lot of brick and mortar stores for it or there's a lot of local stores for it, I think they're making a good decision on trying to do this. It's just if they do it right. They won't. They probably they'll, they'll won't. try and bin people over the table by buying their vintage things for yeah. way too cheap and then flipping them for eBay prices. I will say that I went to, I, there was a sale at GameStop um, and I was like, I'll just go in there because there was something that I saw online that was like PC games in store are like a dollar. The one I went to didn't have any PC games, but I did find some like I can't remember last time I saw a PC game. I, I know that's what I was like. Maybe they do actually have them, but at the store they didn't. But it kind of made me like, be like, damn, I'm kind of bummed at that that are going away. Cause it's like the same reason, like I have more experiences there than I do with like Toys R Us and thinking about Toys R Us going away. It's that same kind of feeling. But at the same time, they're predatory towards kids and like getting them to buy into their rewards program. And yeah, like, GameStop is a terrible company. Yeah, they suck. They don't, they don't pay their employees enough. Yeah, they definitely don't. They no. have like, I dated a girl who used to work at GameStop and she said that like the whole manager was the manager thing was not cool towards women who worked there and they had to like fight for a fucking hour. Yeah. And honestly, good riddance GameStop. It's like any other retail place. I mean, they pay their employees poorly. Their products are pretty bad. Um, And it's all dying. Even their products. I mean, like they, they offer services, I guess, by selling pre-owned systems. Yeah, I mean, I mean there, there are means to an end. I can't. Like, I can't imagine what they could possibly do to save their business model in within the next half a decade, unless they. Yeah. yeah, there's just there's no draw for, you know, I think sometimes businesses are unwilling to think that their time as a business is over. Blockbuster, you mm-hmm. know, didn't want to admit that. Like, okay, we have we came into the scene, we provided a service times change and now we are no longer needed and mm-hmm. businesses are so as they should be i guess unwilling to accept that you know not nothing lasts forever and you know i don't need 47 copies of madden 15 when am i gonna need 47 copies of madden 15? when the nuclear fallout uh commences and that is a form of currency I'm just saying there's a million <laughs> other places to get there's a million other places to get used games mm-hmm. for cheaper than GameStop, better condition, and you don't get put over the coals when you're trying to get rid of some of your own stuff. Like I'm, 
I'm selling some stuff on eBay right now that I'm sure GameStop would give me, you know, a penance for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's good if you're buying, but also it's like, meh. Price neg- Speaking of which, someone on the Leco app just asked me, is the price negotiable on this? It's a video game thing. <laughs> so I'm selling Rock Band 4 for Xbox One uh-huh. and $200. They go for like three to $400 on eBay. Oh, wow. Because you can't buy it anymore. You can't buy. You can buy yeah. it new, but it's extremely expensive. They're not producing any more sets, and it's the only, it's the only one that came out on um, a new generation. Yeah. It's the only one, a game like that that exists. So I put it up on Let Go for 150 bucks, which I felt like is a fair price. It's the complete. It's the drums, the guitar, the game, the mic, and people have been lowing balling me like, "I'll give you 60 bucks." Like fucking, get out. <laughs> Oh here like I don't even respond to that message <laughs> yeah. like I, that's a whole nother thing I'm getting off topic but alright do you want to buy <laughs> for your mm. Xbox One you have <laughs> yeah that I definitely have alright does everyone know what G2A is yeah I do not G2A really? G2A I know PC game over here G2A is a uh, website a lot of people probably don't know about it because I only figured out about it like maybe two or three years or when I started playing PC games but it is a it's, they've only been around for five years i think but they're a website where you can buy keys for like super cheap oh okay yeah yes 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 apparently which i don't know why i didn't think about this i think it was just one of those things where like my friend was like hey buy this game and i was like i don't have money he's like oh here here's a link to like buy it and i was like oh is this like good to use and like yeah it's fine but i've now seen the error in my ways um because a lot of what g2a is making their money off of with these keys are people either most of the times it's a, the credit card fraud they'll steal a card get the keys and then put them on the store and but by the time that they have already bought the keys and they're like used you can't you know get that money back so right it's like, the keys already there yeah um but a lot of call, uh, attention has been called to this um especially now when apparently an em- employee from g2a has um sent a few emails out to different publications and i have a quote and i want to see if uh what you guys think about this okay fuck you (laughs) this is this is all after um more talk has been like coming up about this about the practices and if it's like what they're doing is legal illegal and stuff like that but this was emailed to a publication like an indie one saying we have written an unbiased article about how selling stolen, this is in quotes, selling stolen keys on the gaming, on, uh, I'm going to start that over. We have written an unbiased article about how stole, selling stolen keys on gaming marketplaces is pretty much impossible and we want to publish it on your site uh, without being marked as sponsored or marked as associated with G2A. It is a transparent <laughs> and just review of the problem of stolen keys reselling. So that's, um, that was a stupid thing to send to someone. Uh, apparently, uh, a little bit after this, the person basically didn't reply and then just blasted them. Uh, G2A has now gone on record saying, this is like one employee who like went out of their way to do this. We do not like condone this. They're going to be reprimanded for it. Um, but basically, this is G2A doing something extremely legal, illegal already. And then <laughs> basically being like, hey, can you publish this? Um, and then just not say that we gave it to you we already have it written too like in the article it's like there's an attachment of like the like the article that they've written that they've wrote up to give to them to say that they wrote without g2a 
being involved basically um g2a is sketchy very sketchy people was, get pissed off at the epic store but they don't even talk about g2a like being equally as i think i think it's because it's like a third party and also g2a is way more sketchy that's what i'm saying yeah the epic store sucks because of just the way it runs and like you can't rate games and stuff like that g2a is like illegal <laughs> like it's not like a i'm saying more yeah. people seem to be bent about the epic store than yeah. they do about gta like stealing people's money i just think g2a hasn't really no one talks about it until like now when all this is coming out and also now g2a has said obviously like i said that this uh person is going to be reprimanded for what they said but also they've invited like we'll we'll get an outside they've gone on record to say if you guys think that this is illegal we'll get an outside source to like audit us and we'll also like <laughs> they're gonna get a free game it's really stupid because they're like why don't you guys just like uh give us the keys and then like we'll make sure that like we'll double check them to make sure that no one's like stolen them blah 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 and it's just like you guys are using stolen keys and now you're asking for keys to make sure that they're not stolen. It sounds like the most sketchiest thing ever. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting and very illegal All the better, news. all the more uh, confidence I have that there should be more than one Steam. Like This thing. isn't Steam. No, I'm saying the reason people use G2A is because they are unhappy with what the price is on steam probably in most cases but you can get things cheaper on g2a than you would buy on steam but the price that you pay on steam is the same you pay anywhere else no what i'm saying is you don't you don't you the prices on steam are going to be cheaper than anywhere else no i'm saying it, why would you buy a game off g2a why, why would you, you buy a key off g2a to save money for steam exactly so what i'm saying is this is why i support other game launchers like epic because but epic is it's you don't epic's not going to give cheaper games unless there's a sale the, I, what you're talking about it, they can't compete in that way well i'm saying g2a exists because people think that whatever steam is charging is too much yeah but or creating and get it cheaper that's th those are totally different things no, you're talking you're talking about the price of a key and you're and then the Someone who creates software isn't going to give it to Epic to charge less for. What I'm saying is there's there seems to be a a um Steam puts something on sale. Yeah. They choose to put something on sale or the developers choose to put something on sale. It's usually done in accordance with each other. Right. What I'm saying is G2A's prices are based on probably demand the availability of keys and the availability of like people that are playing the game. So a really popular game that's still selling really well on Steam, the keys are still relatively close to what you would pay on Steam. Yeah. So like GTA, I know it's like been the same price forever because it's never really gone on sale yeah. that often. What I'm saying is G2A exists to fill a need and that need is that people want games for cheaper. They don't want to pay whatever Steam is charging because Steam is for the more or less the only game in town more or less what i'm saying is epic store is a little bit different than steam but i think that if there were more places to buy games then g2a wouldn't necessarily exist to the way it does i understand what you're saying but it's like two different things i think they're pretty similar we should just move on okay <laughs> uh the nintendo world layout 
that is supposed to be the Nintendo themed theme park uh, has been leaked apparently. Uh, it's said that they want it to be finished by 2020 for the Olympics. It's going to be in somewhere in Japan. I don't know off the top of my head. I forgot to look in the article. Um, I don't know if we talked about this, but basically you can go online and find a leaked image of like Mario land. And there's like a Mario Kart like amusement, like a uh, kind of like ride. Um, there's other things like there's a castle that has like Bowser's head uh, in this image. There's also like a toadstool cafe. And they've also released an image of a uh, Donkey Kong area that has like a mine cart ride that looks like it goes through like the whole park. And these are, these are, it's going to be through be u- crazy. universal. They're like computer generated images. They're like, uh, no, they're like, they're like models, like 3d models that they like have constructed to be like, this is what we're, this is the plan for what we're going to do. And apparently it's going to be out by 2020 for the, Jap- the but, Japanese But the Olympics. construction has not started. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. Unless, or it could be yeah. under wraps. Yeah. But. Nintendo just can't keep anything under wraps. Dude. I don't know. People nowadays. They're always on their business. Uh, um, and also the Turbo Graphics Mini, um, which I don't think anyone here really cares about except for me, is uh, apparently been unveiled. I like the way they're doing this because there's three different models where the the, the Turbo Graphics was like a very niche console that was kind of you know brushed aside when it came to like Nintendo and, Gen- and the Genesis at the time were like so big that like other things like the 3do and like the panasonic um system kind of just like didn't find any place in the market but the turbo graphics apparently and from what i've seen has like amazing graphics a lot of really good games and they're coming out with uh three different models for the uk version the u.s release version which is the turbo graphics 16 and then the uh the Japanese version, but all of these versions are basically just the shell and they're all going to have the same games. Um, some of the games that are going to be included are ease books one and two bomberman 94, which is going to be only the, uh, uh, the Japanese version, um, bonks revenge and, uh, a game called snatcher that a lot of people don't know about, but it was one of the first games that Kojima worked on. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately that game was released here on the Sega CD is like $300, $500, somewhere around there to get now. Um, and unfortunately, it's going to be the Japanese version on the Turbo Graphics. But the way they're Ooh. doing this, which I really like, is like there's like 60 games on this thing, but you don't have to import a Japanese version if you want to play the Japanese games. They're all going to be like on the one system. So you can buy the the uh, the US edition of the Turbo Graphics Mini, and it's going to have all of the American games and all the Japanese games on it. That's cool. I'm very happy the way they're doing that. Um, it's unfortunate that some of these games aren't being localized because Snatcher is like extremely expensive, but a really fucking sick game. Um, but I'm probably going to buy that eventually just because the Turbo Graphics was like, had a lot of really great games. Uh, sounded decent i don't think it sounds as good as genesis but some of the like i mean it is the turbo graphics the graphics look amazing on it and i'm really excited to like go back and play games that i never had the ability to or even knew about until like five years ago because it was so obscure that's cool uh and then the switch light 
which I'm saving. I saved for last. I did a video of it uh, on the the YouTube. So if you want to go to the flock on uh, YouTube, I go over basically everything about it. Um, but I want to see what you guys thought about it, or if you know anything about it. Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, I like the idea of making it uh, more affordable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like when um, like the 2DS or whatever mm-hmm. it was came out and it was just like, okay, like cool, like all these games that I like playing, like my friends with less access to the higher end and more expensive system can now play these games with me and they don't have to, you know, spend the extra $100 to, you know, if they're only going to be playing it in handheld anyway, like I'm, I'm for it. I think it's cool. I also think it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, I think the price point is more applicable or more appealing to some people. Um, it's appealing to me at least because I never play in docked mode. Um, it's smaller. Mm-hmm. That's also appealing. I like the colors. I really like the yellow yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Pokemon version I mean, looks cool. Yeah, that too. I think this is just going to be them being like, also 3DS is killed. Apparently, they went on record to also say that they're like, they've said it like multiple times within the past like few months. Like, don't worry, the 3DS is not dead. But it's like, I don't know, man. It's not dead yet. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, on paper, it's not dead. Yeah. But I mean, like, there and haven't been that many new games. Yeah. They've been through like 75 hardware iterations. Yeah. I think it's as good as dead, especially because for a $200 price point on the Switch Lite, it's going to be hard to sell a 3DS for in mega profit like yeah. how can you be like do you want this 150 3ds which sucks yeah. by comparison to a switch Lite or a switch Lite? it's like well 50 bucks more you can just get a switch Lite. yeah even the 2ds is only 100 bucks i mean yeah the 2ds is like 199 dollars. is it no I, every time in oh, Target, I'm, it's I'm, like pr- I'm probably seeing it. the pack and shit that's like 20 bucks in the, the it's like 120 or like 130 and it has and, like they can't be selling them because every time I go to Target, there's always the same yeah. ones in there and they've got way too many of them. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine spending $100 on... I'm selling my 3DS on 3DS. eBay right now because I haven't touched it. I wanna, I'm eventually going to buy a new 3DS, but, but only because there's like a few games I want to play on it and I want to play... I sold my 3DS before. I'm selling mine, which is the one I got on Black Friday that was the $99 Super Mario one. Yeah. Selling that and it's... I'm selling it now because it's got really, really old firmware on it. So yeah. it's moddable. It's homebrew yeah. ready. And in fact, it was before I wiped it. Nice. You can like literally have my 3DS if you want it. I didn't know you had a new 3DS. Because uh, I suppose, I mean. He means new. Like, yeah. It's the name is new. It's the weird. No, seriously. It's like the new 3DS. And, and the new then is no. in like rainbow quotes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't have that one. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm interested in this because it it's the switch which the whole thing and the name behind the switch is like literally being able to switch it by on, having it on the TV or take it out and so they've completely it's like kind of like the same thing they did with the 3ds it was once the 3ds and then there's like uh well now it doesn't have 3D it's like the, that was the, the name Nintendo of it is so willing to just like try new hardware yeah. iterations it's crazy they're like fuck it yeah the, the, what but what I'm wondering is if they're willing to make this iteration of the 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 switch light not be dockable what if the next thing to come out like everything's been everyone's been talking about the switch pro that's coming and there's been just like docked yeah exactly like what if there's a you know version of the switch that like is like the 
PlayStation 4 Pro where you download 4K patches or it like runs better and stuff like that. But it's I mean, a Switch, but it's a box basically. I guess only time will tell. I mean, anything. I wouldn't that, be that surprised. I know. Now, now before I would have been like, that makes no sense. But now it's like, well, um, I like, I, I'm probably going to at least one just because I like that it's smaller and I do play my Switch mostly docked. But if I'm going out on the go, it seems like you're going to be able to be like, boom, upload my save, then take out my my Switch light, and then like take it on the go kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm really into, especially if I'm like going on like a road trip or something like that. If I don't want to bring my whole damn Switch, I can bring the Switch light, and it's like upsetting if I lose it, but it's like I still have my bigger Switch at home that's more expensive. That's it for the news. I have a piece of news. Okay, let's go. That I just saw. What's up? Um, have you guys all seen the video of the guy causing a scene in the bagel store? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this. Bagel boss. You have not seen this one? You should look it up. Um, <laughs> he, the guy from the video, the horrible, petulant little man, um, has uh, just signed a contract with a fighting promoter. Um, and he is going to be stepping into the ring in Atlantic City on September 7th to quote-unquote fight other viral celebrities. The good, fuck? Good, good for him. Dude, so, he's going to get beat up bad. So I he, hate him. He is um, being rewarded for his poor behavior, which seems to be the, the current trend in the yeah. on the planet. Um, didn't they try this once before with some like piece of shit, and then they were like, okay, he's going to go. And there's always been weird like, in quotes, celebrity boxing things like that. Yeah, I, feel, I can't remember who it was, but like a couple years back, it was like some horrible person. Everybody well, was Jake like, Paul oh. box that other YouTuber. Did he? Yeah. That's funny. It know. was earlier than that. It was like was a long it, time ago. Box like KSI or? Like, oh, uh, this horrible person that everybody wants to see get hit is going to be in a boxing match. Anyway, so that just came up on my timeline. I was like, this is pretty uh, horrible. That's tight. Um, the shit rock. that's gonna be it for the podcast for this week thank you for listening tell someone you love that you love them and that they should listen to this um we got links to all of all of the youtubes if like i said we talked about the switch light if you want to watch that video i'll leave a link links to all the articles too and that's gonna be it nick thank you for coming on yes thank and you. sign up for the the patreon oh uh, we'll have a link as, for there. as a patron myself uh, it's great, and I'm really cool, and you definitely want to be like me. Yeah, we're so, yeah we're saving mid mid summer for a bonus episode on the Patreon. So yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. All right, bye. Thanks for bye. flying with us. All right, bye. Yeah,